Greetings, Minecrafters, and welcome to another Minecraft episode. My name is Kimberly Quinn, and I am really excited to have this conversation today. So, uh, of course, the foundation of Minecraft is becoming the boss of your brain. This is so huge, and uh, I'm just so pumped because my first Minecraft class starts at Champlain tomorrow. I'm so charged up. It just has me inspired to do this This. Uh, discussion, have this conversation today. So today's topic relates to last week because James Clear has become one of my new teachers, author of Atomic Habits. And I love how he talks about 1% change gets the job done. 1% change daily gets the job done. So we're talking about slow and steady wins the race when it comes to habit formation. And, you know, James starts out this part of the book by talking about how, oh my gosh, I can totally relate to this, how we often overestimate, you know, the value or importance of like one major defining moment. And we often, you know, as far as habits go, and we underestimate the value of just, you know, one, you know, one foot in front of the other kind of thing and making small improvements each day. And he talks about, um, oh my God, I can relate to this. He said, whether it's about losing weight or you know, starting your own kind of whatever enterprise, business, writing a book, that one I can relate to for sure. Winning a championship or whatever, achieving whatever goal. With the book, I actually remember this. Uh, my With my first book, and I have no, no, I can't recall who said it to me, but somebody said it to me and I listened, which is the good news, is just don't expect to, that you're going to have, you know, five hours on a Saturday to just knock out a chapter or two or three or a whole weekend. And not that that may never happen. It might happen. But but if you, it's kind of like if you're waiting for that, the book's not going to get written. And that was some of the most valuable advice I had when kind of beginning my professional writing career. Because, wow, is that sound advice. Because if you can get a half an hour here, 15 minutes there, or, and or, and my very dear friend, Dr. Dave, who I talk uh, about a lot, I explained, I passed that wisdom on to him. It took me a few years to nudge him into his into his book, uh, but he used to he would have a thought in the car or whatever, and then you know jot it down as soon as he had a chance to pull over. I'm pretty sure he even recorded them. Okay, I had this idea because often you'll have this great inspiration when you're somewhere like the car where no one else can you know isn't talking you know one else is talking to you or whatever or in the shower or whatever and just jot if you if you're on your way out the door okay but jot it down record it something because that will turn into something tomorrow morning when you can get to it or tomorrow night or tonight when you can get to it such valuable advice because that is part of the conversation today is that all these bits and pieces and these one percents add up to big change and getting book, books written and getting businesses started and winning whatever championship or losing weight or whatever your goal is it's it is the, these little changes that really make the biggest difference so james clear says you know uh we often we, and we put pressure on ourselves, right? I think a lot of it happens around, not that it's all around the holidays, but it's definitely what comes to mind when, you know, it's it, the holidays, regardless of what, which one you celebrate or which ones that you celebrate, it's a time of lots of celebration and there's lots of indulgence. And it's also, uh, for the most part during the winter, which if you live in any place, live somewhere where it's colder, it can often be tougher to do the exercising thing as far as you might have a, oh, you're an exercise bike in your house if you're fortunate enough to have one. But I know for me, I love to run and walk and ski. Well, skiing goes with the winter, obviously. But if you're one who likes to walk, 
and you live in New England and it's, you know, you have horizontal sleet, you know, that it, it's affected in the winter. So you've got the dieting thing, the, and the compounded with the indulgence of the holidays with all the fabulous food and family gatherings and sweets and, and all of it. And then there's this big push usually right after Christmas or Hanukkah or, or whatever holiday you celebrate. And then all of a sudden there's this big push to set the goal for, I'm going to lose 20 pounds now because after the holidays, and of course it doesn't work, which is why, again, when we go on Craigslist, there are treadmills and ellipticals and bikes and everything on, you know, for on sale for a fraction of the price that the person bought it for, because we know that doesn't work. And he talked, James Clear talks about this, that it's unfortunate that people don't stick it out more because they're just not seeing the results yet. They're actually making a difference. They are making a difference, but we get so impatient that we cash in the chips before it actually happens. So then he says, meanwhile, uh, instead of this earth shattering improvement, right? He says, meanwhile, improving by 1% isn't particularly notable. Sometimes it isn't even noticeable, but it can be far more meaningful, especially in the long run. The difference a tiny improvement can make over time is astounding. Here's the, here's how the math works out. If you can get 1% better each day for one year, you'll end up 37 times better by the time you're done. Imagine that. Conversely, if you get 1% worse each day for one year, you'll decline nearly down to zero. What starts as a small win or a minor setback accumulates into something more. Wow. When I first read this a while ago, because I'm way farther into the book now, but this was just so exciting. I wanted to chat with you about it. I thought, wow, this just really made a difference in my head. We actually just just uh, we actually just did get an exercise bus, an exercise bike. I'm outside a lot. I walk, as you know, anybody who watches my videos knows I'm outside with little Giovanni, the golden retriever, almost every day, unless it's horizontally raining with lightning or something. Uh, but I'm I'm all I'm I've because of this book, I have shifted into this one percent thinking because it takes the pressure off. And, and not that it's been a very long time, but it's been, I think, a, a little over a week. Also with some weights. And the whole thing is is 20 minutes tops. I would say like 15, 15 to 20, somewhere in there. And it's really working. Also with, also with the habit stacking that we'll get to. But the 1% thing just made me think, you know what? I don't need to have these crazy goals. I don't need to set numbers for minutes or weight or, um, you know, time, I just said that time, or uh, distance or whatever on the bike or heart rates or anything, just get up and do it. And then I have it stacked with my gratitude journal, which we'll talk about a little bit later. And then in, in his book, this what's Atomic Habits again, by the way, James Clear, Clear uh, is the author. He has this little, is these very simple graphs throughout the, the book, very simple. And I'm a big fan of simple. And I'm also a big fan of visuals because we can see, you know, he shows the 1% improvement and then the results just going right up to that 37% after a year. Think about that. That's more than a third. And if you, and it, it kind of leans you toward inching up on 40%, which then feels like you're close to halfway. I mean, that's great. 37% is a lot. And so I also like how he compares the compound interest of habits to, to money. So he, so James says that the ha habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. 
The same way that money multiplies through compound interest, the effects of your habits multiply as you repeat them. And also, Minecraft, I'm just going to interject here that remember that the brain loves repetition, which then turns into patterns. The brain loves repetition and patterns, much like a toddler wants what it wants, what it wants it, and wants repeating, repeating, repeating. Uh, they seem to make little difference on any given day, and yet the impact they deliver over the months and years can be enormous. It is only when looking back two, five, or perhaps 10 years later that the value of good habits and the cost of bad ones become strikingly apparent, really, really obvious. So that's the thing we're talking about not throwing in the towel, let's say the workout towel, because it's a good example, until we really just go the distance. And I, I also like um, what he said in the in the last video, or video, I am doing videos, but this one's a, an auto podcast, obviously. And the last audio podcast I did on this, uh, he talks about the real change comes to changing the systems, right? Changing the process of what we're doing and staying away from the goals. It doesn't mean don't have them. It means don't focus on them. It's it's okay to have them. It can be a good thing to have them as long as you, you stay focused on the process. Um, you know, if, if you want, um, you know, to, 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 to work out, you got to change, change how you think about being an athlete. What would an athlete do right now? What would a healthy person do right now? And he talks a lot about that versus staying you know, with all the numbers and the, in the days and the times and all that stuff. Okay. So, I mean, the amount we're doing it. Okay. So then he says, uh, this can be a, uh, a difficult concept to appreciate in daily life. We often dismiss small changes because they don't seem to matter very much in the moment. That's what we're talking about. And I am definitely that person. Because I, I just, with my ADHD, which I prefer to call it being a, a card-carrying member of the Fast Mind Club, because it's way more positive. It's true. I'm impulsive and I don't <laughs> I want it all yesterday. And so I know for me, like I said, this has been a game changer for me to really, uh, again, it takes the pressure off to just not, Get wrapped up in that. And then he says, if you save a little money now, you're still not a millionaire. If you go to the gym three days in a row, you're still out of shape. If you study Mandarin for an hour tonight, you still haven't learned the language. We make a few changes, but the results never seem to come quickly. And so we slide back into our previous routines. How many of us can admit to that? And again, especially, I think it's especially true after the holidays or maybe just more obvious we maybe don't know about the other times of the year, but I think we kind of think of that with the New Year's resolutions. Um, but how many of us can relate to that? Definitely I can for sure. So then uh, James starts kind of talking about, you know, when it, we not only does it get in the way of shifting and leaning into good habits, it also unfortunately can give us a, a push down the hill when we're talking about uh, less desirable habits. Let's put it that way. And he says, unfortunately, the slow pace of transformation also makes it easy to let a bad habit slide. If you eat an unhealthy meal today, the scale doesn't move much. But if you work late tonight and ignore your family, or sorry, if you work late tonight and ignore your family, they will forgive you. If you procrastinate and put your project off until tomorrow, there will usually be time to finish it later. A single decision is easy to dismiss. Wow, I know I can just really relate to that and uh, just on lots of levels, you know, it's so we, you know, if we decide, oh, I'm late or I'm having a carbo craving and you, you know, slide into Burger King one day, um, 
And I'm not a big fast fast food person, actually. However, I will admit to the occasional trip to the king. And I also can agree that, because sometimes it be months and months and months where I've been there. And then I, I, I can definitely say, you know, like, oh, wow, I could do this today. And all of a sudden it's like a revisit. And then it makes it easier to do it the next time. No question. And the late night, you know, checking emails thing also I can relate to as well. And then he says, uh, James Clear says, but when we repeat 1% errors day after day by replicating poor decisions, duplicating tiny mistakes, and rationalizing little excuses, our small choices compound into toxic results. It's the accumulation of many missteps, a 1% decline here and there, and that eventually leads to a problem. And I think one of the reasons, you know, because I, I read voraciously anything I can get my hands on when it comes to positivity, you know, mind crafting a lifestyle and and things like that. I, I, I don't usually stick with books. After I, I can tell within the first maybe half page, page at the most, if I'm really being patient, which is not a word that fits with, with me very well, maybe a page and a half. And he just, he, I think he's so, I've stuck with this book because, and all the books I, that I do stick with, because they grab me and when they're relatable uh, and also, you know, different ones I've mentioned recently when, the, when you can relate to people want relatability, right? So not that there's a time and a place for all kinds of statistics and things, you know, I've done research and there's, and I enjoyed, I enjoyed that a lot actually. And there's a place and time for that. But most people, when you're relaxing and trying to make some kind of change in your life, all those numbers feel like you're just sticking for me. It's like you're sticking pins in my prefrontal cortex, right? He is so relatable because he, and you can talk about research without getting into the nitty gritty to make your, your point. Right. So then he compares it. He compares this, this 1% situation to flying a plane. And he says the impact created by a change in your habits is similar to the effect of shifting the route of an airplane by just a few degrees. This is powerful. Hang on here. Imagine you are flying from Los Angeles to New York city. If a pilot leaving from LAX adjusts the heading just 3.5 degrees south, you will land in Washington, D.C. instead of New York. Such a small change is barely noticeable at takeoff. The nose of the airplane moves just a few feet, but when magnified across the entire United States, you end up hundreds of miles apart. That is so crazy. Oh, my God, that is so crazy. Okay, and here comes a comparison because this is so relatable. Oh my gosh, I just, I love this. He says, James says, similarly, that's my husband mowing the lawn. I'm sorry, I'm just going to wind up here. Similarly, a slight change in your daily habits can guide your life to a very different destination. Making a choice that is 1% better or 1% worse seems insignificant in the moment, but over the span of span of moments that make up a make up a lifetime these choices determine the difference between who you are and who you could be let's say that again let's say that again Uh, making a choice that is one percent better or one percent worse seems insignificant in the moment but over the span of moments that make up a lifetime these choices determine the difference between who you are and who you could be success is the product of daily habits not once in a lifetime transformations and there you have it slow and steady wins the race one percent improvement 
daily get you to 30, 37% better by the end of the year. Awesome. This is Kimberly Quinn signing off from the beautiful northern Vermont. Have a mindful day.